Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you visit the website and give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We have a terrific show for you today, including special guest Keith Flaw, CEO and co-founder of the Florida Citizens Alliance. Michael Cannon is the Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. We'll also visit with Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government, and the former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett, will give us some insight on what's happening here locally. It is January the 25th, and on this day in 1995, Russia's early warning defense radar detected an unexpected missile launch near Norway, and Russian military command estimates the missile to be only minutes from impact on Moscow. Moments later, Russian President Boris Yeltsin uh, his defense minister and his chief of staff were informed of the missile launch. The nuclear command system switched to combat mode, and the nuclear suitcases carried by Yeltsin and his top commander were activated for the first time in the history of the Soviet-made weapons system. Scary times. Five minutes after the launch detection, Russian command determined that the missile's impact point would be outside Russia's borders. Three more minutes passed, and Yeltsin was informed that the launching was not likely part of a surprise nuclear strike by Western nuclear submarines. These conclusions came minutes before Yeltsin and his commanders should have ordered a nuclear response based on the standard launcher uh, protocols. Later, it was revealed that the missile, large, uh, launched from Spitsbergen, Norway, was actually carrying instruments for scientific measurements. Nine days before, Norway had notified 35 countries, including Russia, of the exact details of the planned launch. The Russian Defense Ministry had received Norway's announcement but had neglected to inform the only on-duty personnel as the early warning center of the imminent launch. Whoops. The early events raised serious concerns about the quality of the former Soviet Union's nuclear uh, systems. Can you imagine? That was human error. Oops, we forgot to inform <laughs> the uh, premier and uh, could have bit led to a terrible nuclear disaster. Fortunately, wisdom prevailed and uh, the launch didn't occur. But it makes you wonder when we have our president of the United States, who is so demented and uh, seriously compromised by his uh, mental capacity, he's carrying around the same suitcase himself. It's kind of scary. Well, stocks were mixed, but got, uh, got a big boost from big tech yesterday. Microsoft crossed the $3 trillion mark value, market value threshold for the first time ever, a feat previously achieved by only Apple. Meta's value rose to $1 trillion for the first time since 2021, and Netflix reached an all-time high as well. So a uh, big boost from big tech yesterday. Right now, futures are, I'm going to say neutral, a little bit down. We'll see what happens in the trading today. The Republican donor class totally lost control of the Republican Party on Tuesday night and are now a desperate group of bystanders after former President Donald Trump torched former uh, Governor Mickey Haley in New Hampshire, that according to the New York Times. Despite the donor class spending more than $167 million in Iowa and New Hampshire against Trump, 
$167 million, pro-Haley backers failed to bring the candidate within single digits of Trump's massive victory. And while pro-Trump spending only amounted to $34 million in Iowa and New Hampshire together, pro-Haley money was wasted $31 million in New Hampshire alone to finish second. What's more, Haley defeat uh, never appeared in doubt. The Associated Press called the New Hampshire primary for Trump 27 minutes after it called the Iowa caucuses. In other words, it took uh, 27 minutes less to do, to do that. Tuesday night's results show that the time is, is coming to sit Shiva, as the old saying goes, for Republican Party of the Bushes, Cheneys, and Romneys, and the donor class that once played an outside role in shaping the party is now a desperate group of bystanders, the Times reported. Her efforts to cobble together a coalition of independents and anti-Trump Republicans with support from the state popular governor were, were no match for Mr. Trump's legions of loyalists. Haley's campaign <clears throat> does appear on its last leg. Trump leads by no more than, no less than 30 points in every state after New Hampshire. And uh, numerous Republicans already united behind Trump, including senators, governors, and RNC chairman uh, Rona McDaniel. Trump will be the GOP nominee, uh, Senator Marco Rubio said on X. What we don't know yet is how much donor money is going to be wasted over the next month. And Newt Gingrich says that Trump is going to be the next president. Get over it, was his comment. Uh, so he marches on. Trump marches on. In the wake of his victory in New Hampshire, Republican primary over former uh, Ambassador Nikki Haley, uh, former President Donald Trump had declared that persons who contribute to her campaign moving forward will be unwelcome in the Make America Great Again movement. I knew Nikki well. She was an average at best. She did not wanted to take on world leaders, and she never did. That was up to me, and as widely respected the United States, Trump went on. When I ran for office and won, I noticed that the losing candidates, donors, would immediately come to me and want to, quote-unquote, help out. This is standard politics, but no longer with me. Anybody that makes a contribution to bird brain, he called her, from this moment forth, will be permanently barred from the MAGA camp. Trump declared, we don't want them and we do not accept them because we put America first and always will in caps. In the lead up to the New Hampshire primary, Haley drew scrutiny from receiving financial support from Democrat mega donors such as Reed Hoffman. The state permitted independents to vote in the party primary, moreover, leading Haley's campaign to gain traction with non-Republicans. Trump leads Haley by 55.1% in real politics polling on average by 55.1%. She really should get out for her own benefit and for the benefit of uh, the country. Fulton County uh, District Attorney Fannie Willis, uh, her office agreed to pay $10,000 in a service to monitor her media coverage just days before announcing the probe into former President Donald Trump, according to invoices and emails. Willis announced in a letter sent uh, to four state officials, including Governor Brian Kemp, on February the 11th that she had opened a criminal probe into Trump over his alleged attempts to influence the outcome of the presidential election. Of course he was trying to influence the outcome of the presidential election. Anyhow, however, she just uh, days earlier, her office contracted with uh, Critical Mention, a New York-based media monitoring service designed for tracking mentions and met metrics like public publicity value. Atlanta-based criminal defense attorney and legal analyst Philip Holloway told the DCNF, 
that prosecutors are required to be objective and to wield their great power with bias, without bias and certainly not to use the criminal justice system as a political weapon. If there's even the appearance that she's using criminal grand jury to enhance her personal media profile or for the personal political advancement, we could be witnessing a real-time derailment of this indictment, he said. Fundamental fairness is at the heart of the constitutional process. If And if this case was not brought and maintained in the spirit of fundamental fairness, then it should be dismissed and the rest of the chips can fall where they may, he said. So right about that. Wouldn't that be refreshing to see that standard applied to everything that's happening in the judicial system, including with the Department of Justice? Well, the partisan January 6th committee deleted more than 100 encrypted files just days before Republicans presumed, resumed uh, control of the House. Uh, the chair of the House Administration Committee Oversight Committee, Barry Loudermilk, revealed these missing files are significant because they might contain information reportedly used to prosecute former President Donald Trump in Fulton County, Georgia. Fannie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, colluded with the committee to obtain information to prosecute Trump. Uh, the partisan committee told lawmakers it's lost or does not have much of the information they discovered during their January 6 hearings. Yet, if political report, if it's true... The uh, uh, committee gave Willis the information to prosecute Trump before deleting it. Some Republicans say the report collusion, reported collusion between the committee and Willis was intended to obscure Willis's discovery in the Trump case, keeping it out of public view. The collusion could upend Willis's prosecution. And uh, there's so much dirty baseball, <laughs> dirty politics going on. It's just incredible. Uh, Willis is, uh, it's pretty clear to me that she's motivated by personal uh, aggrandizement and she's motivated by political power, uh, not necessarily about bringing justice to the situation. Well, the Daily Mail released an audio recording of Arizona Republican Party Chair Jeff DeWitt alleging uh, trying to convince Carrie Lake to stay out of politics for two years by suggesting he could find her a well-paying non-political job in the private sector. He said during the call, which was reportedly recorded at the beginning of March last year, so the, that ask uh, I got today from b back east was, is there any companies or any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll to keep her out? Lake declined his offer. This is about defeating Donald Trump, and I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country, she said. Later, he brought up again, just say, is there a number which, and he said, Lake said, I can be bought? That's what this is about, isn't it? DeWitt added, you can take a pause for a couple of years. You can go right back to what you're doing. She continued to object. This is not about money. It's about our country and said she wouldn't even take a billion dollars. She said she would not be bought, calling it immoral. DeWitt told her not, <clears throat> not to tell people afterward. Like I said, I'm not, if there's going to steal the election to make me and our movement go away, I'm not going to let them do it. I owe it to the people of Arizona to carry their torch and voice. DeWitt did not identify the very powerful people back east who wanted the lake to drop out of politics. He said it wasn't Jim Lamont, uh, a wealthy businessman who had been supported the AZGOP, who moved to Arizona from Arkansas and unsuccessfully ran for Senate last year. He and Lake discussed how the effort was due to them preferring Ron DeSantis over Trump as the Republicans' presidential candidate since there was a perception Trump could not win. It's not clear whether DeWitt's exchange with Lake violates criminal bribery statutes. I think probably does, but it's against Arizona law to bribe a public servant or public officer. 
But Lake must fall into one of the uh, those definitions. The definition of public servant is here, and the definition of party officer is here. The exchange might be violate the corrupt electors statute. Republican leaders uh, began calling for his resignation. Maricopa County uh, Public Chair Craig Berlin said, if the allegations are true, DeWitt should resign. Well, here's a little P.S. postscript uh, note. The chairman of the Republican Party did resign. He's uh, now no longer has the job because it's reportedly, reportedly that he tried to bribe Kerry Lake. I just really appreciate the her stiff upper lip and uh, staying true to her values as opposed to being bought off uh, by... Uh, the head of the Republican Party. Can you believe that? This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest established air conditioning company. Hope you visit johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. Coming up, Keith Law, co-founder and CEO of the Florida Citizens Alliance, that and more, right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m., seven days a week. And now serving dinner, 4 to 8 p.m., Wednesdays through Saturdays, a terrific menu. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambos says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252 252- 4541 Welcome back to the Bob Harden show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. 
Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, limited government, and the rule of law. Coming up, we're going to be visiting with Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Right now we have with us Keith Flaw, co-founder and CEO of the Florida Citizens Alliance. Keith, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Keith. Tell us about the Florida Citizens Alliance. Uh, happy to. Yeah, Florida Citizens Alliance is a grassroots uh, coalition of uh, now we're approaching almost 300,000 uh, people here in Florida, uh, most of whom have kids 17 or under the home. Uh, we focus on K through 12 education, uh, and and what that means to us is uh, you know fighting for parents' rights, uh, fighting uh, for school choice uh, without government intervention, by the way, and uh, also trying to get rid of the indoctrination, the pornography, et cetera, that's in our schools. Doing terrific work. The website is goflca.org. Goflca.org. I brag a little bit. I'm, I'm proud to be a founding member of the organization more than just a little more than a decade ago and just doing terrific work to support public education here in the state of Florida. By the way, Keith, I read that uh, this Sunday starts School Choice Week across the nation. Uh, well, the uh, school choice movement is really, um, you know, ever since uh, COVID um, and, and what many families saw was happening. Mm -hmm. uh, the school choice uh, movement has, has exploded across the nation. So um, lots of different flavors of ice cream, so to speak. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, in, in general, uh, uh, we really uh, support the movement. Um, we're, we continue to be alarmed that uh, most of them, including Florida, uh, puts a pretty um, strong uh, government regulation in place. So, um you know, anytime the government gives you money, it always comes with strings. So that's so true. That's something we have to be very watchful of. Absolutely. Well, we're just so grateful for what you're doing here in the state of Florida. And grateful we're not in Illinois and places where they're actually trying to tamp down school choice and, and charter schools and so forth. So um, you're right in the midst of the legislative session, and I know you're monitoring extremely closely, spending a lot of time in Tallahassee. Uh, can you give us any reports or update? Uh, sure. Uh, our team has evaluated, uh, there's seven of us, and we've evaluated, believe it or not, 128 bills, wow. uh, some of them 100-page bills, so it's not fun. Uh, we've got nine bills that we're strongly supporting and uh, nine that we're strongly opposing. Uh, we're putting out action alerts on those. Yesterday, um, on Tuesday, we had a really good day. Um, for those who have been following along, we've been fighting to keep the HOPE scholarship. Uh, it was pretty much deadheaded into its third committee. Uh, we put a huge amount of pressure on key legislators, including the speaker. And uh, lo and behold, they decided to keep the Hope Scholarship in the House. So, Congratulations. That's great. Uh, it's not over because the Senate could uh, still kill it, and they've been indicating that they don't think it's necessary. So uh, uh, we'll have to watch that it doesn't get horse traded away in something else that you know, leadership wants. But uh, yeah. that was a big, big win. Um, the other, uh, yesterday in the House, uh, uh, the Speaker's House Bill 1 and 3 uh, passed with bipartisan support. Uh, to remind your listeners, House Bill 1 is the bill that would, would prohibit um, minors uh, age, below the age of 16 from having any access or accounts on uh, social media platforms, full stop. Hmm. Um, we think that's a tremendous, uh, when you think about uh, the impact 
that uh, that, that uh, social media has had on uh, suicide rates, bullying, you know, all the fighting within the schools. Um, it's it's just time to put try to put Pandora back in the box. So. Uh, so if I understand the legislation of, correctly, then in other words, you're saying that if you're in public school and you're 16 or younger, you're not allowed to have a social media account on Facebook or Instagram or any of these other sites. Any social media, uh, there, there's some definition to it, but uh, if there if there are sites where where kids can trade directly with each other, that's absolutely true. Um, so, um, wow. and it's not just schools. It's anybody, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's, you know, whether your kid's going to a public or private school, they can't drive until they're age 16, you know, full stop. Yeah. Uh, you can't get alcohol until you're age 21. Uh, it's not, some, uh, some parents are arguing that they should have the right to let their kid have it. If, uh, so think about that in a neighborhood. If you let your kid have access uh, to a car and, and your neighbors can't, you've got chaos. Mm-hmm. Same with social media. So this is an attempt to really, a uh, serious attempt to protect our children, and we're strongly supporting it. Interesting. Not sure how I feel about that, to be honest, Keith, but uh, nevertheless, I understand the purpose and the intent is, is pure. I think that's all great, uh, but I'm, I'm wondering about the uh, First Amendment rights. Uh, well, it's been uh, well-crafted, and the lawyers have taken a really uh, heavy look at it. Uh, it's House Bill 1. It's a 10-page read. I, I urge you to, to read it and urge your listeners to read it. Perfect. And then think, think about the, uh, the impact it's yeah. having on our young children. Well, you're right about the suicide rate and the number of problems it creates and also the isolation that, that results from uh, social media. So I think on balance, it, it's a great contribution. I just wonder if it uh, exceeds constitutional ability or authority. Uh, by the way, I understand you have a big event coming up. Yeah, we actually have two now. Uh, one is a much smaller event on February 10th. Uh, we've got uh, Kevin Friedman coming into the Alamo here in, in Naples. Uh, he's the author of Pirate Money, and this is all about uh, turning your, your gold and your silver, um, uh, putting them in a depository, and then having the fractional ability with a credit card to spend them. Uh, so he's coming in on the 10th. It's a small event, 75 people. Uh, but our big event is the gala uh, with uh, Dinesh D'Souza and Kanye Boyack from the Tunnel Twins on March 13th. Um, you can get tickets uh, on our website. And if you buy a ticket, uh, Alfie's going to give you a $100 gift certificate to any of his stores. So, uh, we'll seeing the table, Alfie, you're talking about Alfie Oaks. And uh, again, a great con- great bonus uh, for not only uh, getting a ticket, this going to be extremely entertaining. The evening's going to be great and informative, but also supporting. Uh, the Florida Citizens Alliance, which is a terrific organization, not about, uh, you know, they, every th- farthing that goes through the till at the Florida Citizens Alliance is used to really improve the quality of education, public public education here in the state of Florida. So visit the website, goflca.org, and get tickets to the upcoming events. And by Ke- Kevin Freeman is the guy that wrote uh, Pirate Money. Yes. That is good. That will be a terrific event as well. So that's February the 10th. Keith... Really appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, certainly, Bob. Thank you. My pleasure, indeed. All right, coming up, Michael Cannon, Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show. 
here on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. Are you looking to buy or sell a home? Make it a convenient and stress-free experience by calling the dynamic and trustworthy husband and wife team of Megan and Matt Chionis with Gulf Coast International Properties. Find out about their unique and complimentary post-closing concierge services not offered by other area agents. Matt and Megan Chionis give you the competitive advantage to command a premium price for your property. They personally attend all showings, create a marketing strategy for your property, and offer that complimentary concierge service to your potential buyer. This hands-on approach has helped them set several sales records in Pelican Bay and many at near-record prices. Megan and Matt Chionis understand that as an affluent buyer-seller, your needs and desires are unique. You deserve this level of service. Megan and Matt Chionis are passionate about the Naples lifestyle and they want you to enjoy it too. Call Megan and Matt Chionis with Gulf Coast International Properties at 239-269-5310. That's 239-269-5310. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratostel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host... Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Tim Garrett, candidate for Cuyahoga County Supervisor of Elections. Tim's a 33-year resident of Cuyahoga County, a military veteran, a retired sheriff's office, and a graduate of the FBI National Academy. He stands for Safe, Secure, Ethical Elections in Cuyahoga County. Vote for Tim Garrett and check out his website, votefortimgarrett.com. Paid for by Tim Gret, Republican for Cuyahoga County Supervisor of Elections. And I must say an all-around great guy. He used to be on the show a lot when he was in the sheriff's office. And it's great to be associate now again uh, with Tim Gret. Well, Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott doubled down Wednesday on to the state's constitutional right to self-defense days after the Supreme Court ordered the Texas National Guard to remove barbed wire to keep illegal migrants out. The Supreme Court, in a 5-4 to four decision uh, on Monday, agreed to vacate the injunction that temporarily blocked Border Patrol from cutting wire uh, Texas had placed along the border. Texas authorities appeared to ignore the ruling, while with a video circulating on social media showing authorities setting, setting up razor wire for the border in Eagle Pass, Texas. The case made it away to the uh, high court after the uh, Obama or Obama, Biden administration sued. Abbott doubled down on his state's response, invoking the founding fathers. The federal government has broken its compact between the United States and the and the states. The uh, executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws, on the books right now. He said in a statement, President Biden has ignored Texas' demand that he perform his constitutional duties. 
James Madison, going on now, Governor Abbott said, James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. Abbott continued, citing Article 4, Section 4, which says that the federal government shall protect states, each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which states that states have a sovereign interest in protecting their borders. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill these duties imposed on Article 4, Section 4, and triggered in Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to the states the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1 and 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. That is so strong. Way to go, uh, Governor Abbott. Border Patrol agents have recorded a record-breaking amount of illegal migrants. More than 2.2 million illegal migrants encounters were recorded in the fiscal year 2022 at the southern border and more than 2 million in fiscal year 2023, that according to federal data. Texas authorities uh, took control of Shelby Park and Eagle Pass on January 11th after Abbott declared the emergency. The Department of Homeland Security then alleged that Texas prevented Border Patrol agents from responding to the drowning of two days later. Biden's Department of Justice then admitted in in a January 15th court filing that by the time the federal authorities were notified of the drownings, the incident had already occurred. So even their uh, appeal for justice uh, from the United States government and the Homeland Security was flawed. In any event, I'm just very proud of Governor uh, Abbott. I'm so happy that he's taking this stand. I realize this is probably going to go back to the Supreme Court. I hope it does. It should go back because they have made, I think, a substantial appeal uh, based on states' rights to protect themselves. Governor Abbott, I think, a new populist, a new populist hero. Uh, well, not new. He's uh, he's done a great job, but nevertheless, a real uh, heroic effort on his part to protect states' rights. Well, right-wing nationalist and populist parties throughout Europe are predicted to make fresh gains in upcoming elections, with the authors of a new report for the European Council on Foreign Relations demanding fellow globalists heat need to have a heat a wake up call the report reviewed by the national pulse uh, combines uh, surveys along across all 27 European Union member states with modeling based on the past performance of national parties it found that nationalist and populist parties are on track to gain in 9 EU countries Austria, Belgium, the uh, Czech Republic, France, Hungary, Italy, and the Netherlands, Poland, and Slovakia. The document also predicts a second or third place finish for populist and national parties in another nine EU member countries, which is pretty amazing. The authors worry that the changes would harm the green agenda. (laughs) So you can tell they're bent on this whole thing. Open border activism and support for Ukraine. It adds, these findings should also be set against the expectation that whether or not Donald Trump wins the U.S. presidential election in autumn of 2024, and the polls currently suggest that there is a real possibility he will, you will have a less globally engaged United States to rely on, the report said. 
If the report's predictions come to pass, nearly half of the seats in the European Parliament will be held by parties outside the super-grand coalition of the three centrist groups. This would result in a right-wing populist coalition emerge, emerging as the uh, majority of the first, for the first time. The report concludes, while progressive European leaders cannot and should not tell voters what to do, they can build a credible alternative to sharp right turn to the political mandate given to the next uh, set of EU institutions. From the outset of 2024, they need to tell a convincing story about the necessity of reaching outward in a a dangerous world, the report said. So you can see it has a very liberal and progressive bias. But nevertheless, the important thing here is that apparently people are waking up not only just here in the United States, but also around the world, understanding that uh, globalism is not the way to prosperity and not the way to uh, safety and security for each of these individual countries. You need to actually protect your borders. You need to make, and, and we need to do this, and that's why we need Donald Trump back in office, because he will do that. Unfortunately, uh, Biden will not. <clears throat> well, Representative Adam Schiff, he's a Democrat from California, tried to justify lying to over 300 million Americans regarding his false allegations that former President Donald Trump colluded with the Russian government to influence the 2016 presidential election. Steve Garvey, a Dodger baseball legend and Republican Senate candidate. Steve Garvey was a great player. We lived in uh, Southern California while he was playing. And, uh, great first baseman, great uh, fielder, but also a great hitter as well. Nevertheless, he's now running uh, for the Senate against Adam Schiff. He attacked Schiff during Monday night's California Senate debate for his censure for per- per- perpetuating the Russia hoax. The California Democrat said he was standing up to a corrupt president. I think he'd been uh, censured for lying, Garvey said, leveling the accusation at the uh, California Democrat congressman. I was censured for standing up to a corrupt president, Schiff responded. Uh, See, that just doesn't get the whole Democrat thing. Apparently, there's some sort of threshold in Schiff's mind that uh, if he has enough concern, he he can lie about it, and it's okay. Strange value system. The exchange gave the impression Schiff believed it was reasonable to lie to the American people simply because he disliked Trump. In June of 2023, the U.S. House of Representatives censored Schiff over his alleged falsehoods, misrepresentations, and abuses of sensitive information. During the 2016 Russian collusion investigation, House Republicans accused Schiff of misrepresenting the facts and claiming to have evidence that it never existed. So glad to see that uh, Schiff's pigeons are coming home to roost. You know, he did lie. He misled the American people, made false accusations against President Trump. And all the while, uh, just perpetuating a hoax against the President of the United States and the American people, in my opinion. I think he should have, pay a penalty for that. And I think Steve Garvey, he's raising these issues, I think is uh, really strong uh, for the American people. All right, coming up, we're going to be visiting... Uh, with, uh, who are we going to be visiting with? Let me see. Oh, yeah, we're going to be visiting with Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government, that and more, right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network.
two-thirds of parents prefer educational options for their children, with 40% strongly preferring options for their child's education. School choice is a growing movement, one that is already lifting thousands of kids across America. The Optima Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit corporation, was founded to support the establishment and expansion of superior quality schools of choice. Optima's goal was the successful launch of Hillsdale College Varney Charter School, Initiative Classical Academies, and other schools of excellence across the state of Florida, serving kindergarten through the 12th grade. The mission is to train the minds and improve the hearts of young people through a content-rich classical education in the liberal arts and sciences with instruction in the principles of moral character and civic virtue. In a terrific product of the process, Naples Classical Academy has already opened here in Naples. You can find out more by visiting the website Optima.Foundation. Help children in Florida optimize their educational opportunities. Visit www.Optima.Foundation. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me and he'll help you too. Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Gulf Shore Playhouse, changing lives through exceptional theater experiences. And now building a 44,000 square foot performing arts center in downtown Naples. It's going to be terrific. It's opening up this fall. You can find out more and get tickets to some great performances coming up. Visit golfshoreplayhouse.org. We have with us Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Seton, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Seton. So right now we've seen uh, President Trump pretty much handy handle uh, Nikki Haley on the two primaries that have come up. Well, of course, one is a caucus, the other is a primary. And she's just hanging in there. She thinks everything is good news because she's getting better and better. What are your thoughts? Well... I mean, this is obviously a non-existent primary from the beginning, and, yeah. and the establishment DC GOP doesn't want Trump, so they're dragging this thing out for months. And the media wants anybody but Trump, and plus they want the the bad television show of oh, the primary, and it was the race for second place from the beginning. And New Hampshire is screwed up, and the reason it always is an outlier is because you can cross party and vo- cross party vote. Yeah. Um, everybody registers an independent, and then they can go vote for Republicans or Democrats. Uh, each, you know, they can flip-flop each year. So she got a bunch of independents who were actually Democrats uh, voting for her. So it wasn't even as close as it appeared um, on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, we've got the, the big D.C. GOP donors dumping tens of millions of dollars into her, 
and the, you know, the, the, the RNC, Republican National Committee, is wasting tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars on this. And it's just, look, we need the money to take on Biden. Stop wasting everyone's time and money dragging this dead horse along behind your carriage. Yeah, and, and uh, I hate waste. I genuinely hate waste. It's in federal spending or any other place too. It's, it's one of the main reasons. It's one of the main reasons I'm a conservative because leftism is waste. Go it ahead. is. It is waste. And you know, it was interesting. Yesterday, uh, Donald Trump threw down the gauntlet. He said, "From this day forward, anybody who funds Nikki Haley's campaign will not be welcome into the MAGA movement, and will we will turn down whatever uh, interest or uh, support they have to offer." I mean, she's polling down by 30 or 40 points in her home state where she was governor. Right. An allegedly popular governor. And that's the next primary, South Carolina. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's this alternate reality that D.C. creates on everything, on everything. You know, I'm watching CNBC every morning, and they're talking about what a great economy it is. And it's like, oh my, what are you talking about? And, oh, this is a contested primary in the Republican Party. No, it's not. Uh, meanwhile, the Democrats, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is trying to run, and they basically box him out of the entire process. Right. File for an independent campaign, you know, before the first primaries were done. This guy, Dean Phillips, the congressman from Minnesota who's running in the primary, he can't, you know, he's persona non grata. The, the Democrats are trying to kick Trump off the Republican ballot and and Dean and and kick everybody off the Democrat ballot, you know uh, what's her name Phillips, uh, the, the the writer, the stuff. How how twenty twenty four that a self help writer is running for the Democrat nomination? Yeah, President. Marianne Williamson, oh, I think you're speaking. Mar- Marianne Williamson, yeah, and then of course Dean Phil. You know they 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 they're boxing. They're literally removing everybody from ballots on the Democrat side, or even worse, just saying we're not having a vote. That's it's Biden. So well, Biden, Biden is weaponizing the entire process. Apparently, he doesn't return uh, Dean Phillips' calls. It seems to me as a courtesy to a, a fellow Democrat, he'd at least <laughs> talk to him for crying out loud. And not providing uh, Secret Service support to JF, RFK Jr. makes absolutely so, especially considered. Oh, that, that is, you know, that is one of the things where I, you know, remember I, I've said before that there are about a dozen things, at least, that Biden's done that all by themselves he should, he should be impeached. Right. Just for that one, the border and 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 you know and uh, violating constitutional uh, uh, Supreme Court rulings on the border and and um, and uh, well, college loans, those idiot loans payments. But anyway, the, the fact that he's letting Robert F. Kennedy Jr. dangle unprotected. When it after what happened to his father and his uncle yeah. is really obnoxious, obnoxious, yeah. obnoxious stuff, and that that again that alone, I would impeach him for doing that, for putting someone's life in danger, for for having the you know the temerity to run for office against him. Uh, it's just repulsive it's just repulsive well they're focusing on all the uh the influence that he's peddled uh, with his son but to me well, that's I mean, another thing i would impeach him for correct yeah, yeah and but also the, how about the border in texas it's just unbelievable he's not enforcing the law and now i'm just really proud of greg abbott he's just doubled down and he's basically saying hey the constitution protects our right to defend our border so we're going to do it anyhow well you know it's it's the it's the 
It's the right of self-protection. And the, 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 the Constitution does draw a federal line and says the federal government is in charge of enforcing you know, immigration policy in the border. And, but you ha- if they're not doing it, yeah. it has to fall back on the principle of I am, have the human right, to, the, not even constitutional, it predates the Constitution. I have the human right to defend myself if I am being attacked or invaded or any of that. And if the federal government's not going to protect the border, it becomes a personal protection right that's being violated. And I'm I'm totally with you. I don't know if I told you this. The uh, Greg Abbott's chief of staff is a longtime friend of mine, and he's a riot. And um, so so we I haven't texted him in a while, but but one of the things I texted him was when he started sending illegal aliens to D.C., I texted him and said, sign him up for the White House and congressional tours. Yeah. <laughs> and and he goes, oh, I'm taking that to the meeting tomorrow morning. And then I remember watching on Fox News a day or two later, Greg Abbott has signed up a busload of illegal aliens for the White House tour. I went, <laughs> yes, yes. That's just... So I am, I am affecting some policy somewhere, Bob. Yeah, but I'll, I'll say this, too. I mean, even the founding fathers, what they did in their wisdom back in the day, they understood that, uh, you know, just like you could have corrupt kings and people that were leading uh, the uh, the countries in in, uh, in Europe, same thing could happen when you have a corrupt president. And they understood this, and that's why they had these clauses in the Constitution that protected the states in the event that the president would enforce the law. That's, that's right. And then, you know, bribery specifically in there. Hello, China. Hello, Ukraine, hello, yeah. wherever. Um, uh, treason. I think the I could classify the border, yeah, and let its lack of enforcement as treason. There's all these things, and you know, look, I look, I. You'll notice they're not even forget Trump, uh, Biden. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene tries to impeach Mayorkas, the Homeland Security guy in charge, <laughs> Biden. And what is the GC GOP's reaction? They hate her. Yeah, she's. They hate the only five Republican congressmen that are actually doing something somewhat productive. They right. get loathed for it. Not not by the media. Of course, they're going to get hated by the media. But the their 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 alleged colleagues in Congress hate them. Matt Gates throws out McCarthy, which was a great move. Right. And what does the DC GOP do? They hate him. They want to exercise him. Uh, ostracize him, excuse me. Yeah, so there's no question in my mind that right now the political, the uniparty in Washington, D.C. is pretty pretty happy with the way things are going, and they just don't want the interference, especially the interference of a, a rogue president like President Donald Trump. Well, that, well that's right. And I, the way I've described it is the federal government is a six-plus trillion dollar a year great white shark. Right. And think of all the remora that a six trillion dollar a year shark would attract. And then someone like Trump comes along and says, I want to reduce what's go- you know, I want to reduce the size of the shark. Well, every remora, right, left, center, it doesn't matter. It, it, every remora says, well, that might affect my income. That might affect my job. That might affect my lifestyle. So, no matter, you know, just to give you an example, I won't give specifics. There's a major conservative. I think I've told you this before. There's a major conservative. He's one of the top five conservative influencers in D.C. And allegedly conservative. And I got, his, I got an email from his organization inviting me to their happy hour at Facebook headquarters. 
in DC. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Zuckerberg just spent $600 million stealing the election from Trump last time. I know. And I'm, they're just, it's just, it's just a freaking hot tub circle fest. Yes. Indeed. Again, Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. I encourage you to visit uh, his website, lessgovernment.org. Take a look at his terrific columns that uh, he writes, lessgovernment.org. You can also visit uh, Less Government on Facebook. Seton, always appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Bob. My pleasure indeed. All right, coming up, we're going to be visiting with uh, the former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Blue Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Linda and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate Courtyard Garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean Dining Room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit BlueProvenceNaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's BlueProvenceNaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. I proudly serve on their board. They get to politics and no policy. They help prepare elected officials to have winning strategies in their elected office. And you can find out more by visiting their website, thefga.org, thefga.org. We have with us the former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett. Bill, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Hey, Bob, it's my pleasure. Uh, always nice to be with you on a Thursday morning. Always, Bill, uh, and look forward to getting the true scoop of what's happening on the Paradise Coast. Well, well you'll get the scoop, and I hope it's true. Um, <laughs> I, I try not to uh, um, exaggerate and just give you what I know. So someday when we get on the air and I don't have anything to say, you'll know I just didn't have anything. But 
<laughs> so far, we've been pretty lucky over the years. Absolutely. And I can always rely on you for something if I don't have anything, right? Absolutely, Bill. <laughs> well, I think yeah. I think we're going on something like 15 years doing this, so or longer yeah. could be. So, <laughs> yeah, our visits sure. on Thursday so, morning. Well, I think that uh, you know that the, the big news is the the, the hospital, and uh, that February 7th will be another vote. They they did pass on the first vote. Um, that was just the, the basics, and uh, they'll come back for site plans and um, uh, something else on uh, the seventh of February. Um, could be the final. Um, could be the final vote. And it was interesting listening to the uh, the speakers. Of course, they ran out of time. Both um, the mayor started the that that part of the meeting so late that I don't know how anybody that. Um, you know, has kids or or um, uh, something to do in the afternoon or dinner or anything like that could could possibly wait around that long to speak. But uh, um, you know, who knows? Yeah. But anyway, they had a lot of speakers there, and the majority of them were for. There were there were some against, uh, as you would expect, but the majority far outweighed the minority, and. Um, uh, you know, councils, uh, other than Terry Hutchison was the only one that voted against it. Okay. He's, he's got a, a bug about something and he always has, uh, um, and, uh, so I don't expect a, a, a pro vote from him, uh, the next go around, but I think, uh, I'm, my guess, Bob, is it's going to pass and they'll, they'll send him the longest way. I don't know. What I don't know is how long, how much longer it's going to take them to do this um yeah just for listeners benefit uh, bill this i believe this is about some variances re- uh, requested in order to establish the heart uh institute institute correct. in downtown naples uh the campus of nch uh, healthcare downtown so right and it'll be state of the art and they've got they've got um uh doctors coming in from from all over uh all over the country, as a matter of fact, that that are tops in the field of uh, heart surgery and, and and heart medicine, and uh, it's going to be a beautiful building, and it's right and and it is downtown, right where our hospital is, and um, so it has been about a two year. I think it's been going on about two years, Bob. So, Unbelievable! Um, why would they why would they drag this out? Is this this is costing the hospital money? It's costing the community <laughs> money. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It does not, but, uh, you know, according to the mayor, everything has to be done. And if she doesn't have enough information, then it's going to come back again when they get the information. And it seems to be a, a, a just a go-round because every time that the uh, the uh, uh, group comes forward, uh, the hospital group comes forward, they've answered the questions, they come up with more questions. You know, it's one of those that, that say, well, okay, when you come back next week, you need to have the answers to this. And then they come back with the answers, and then there's always somebody on council was saying, well, we don't, well, well, this isn't right. Or, or the mayor's famous words are, well, and, and this has been going on for years, I don't have enough information. Well, there isn't any more information to be, to be had, yeah. let's put it that way. I'm so I, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, Bob, that... Um, that February seventh thing is a good turnout, and that they uh, they roll this along. Uh, Speaking of which, and, the uh, uh, the uh, B- Naples Beach Hotel renovation, which is now going to become the Four Seasons, 
uh, they're looking for some some to, to have two lanes in the Portico Share in order to uh, yeah. have traffic come in in order to drop off passengers and luggage and so forth. And apparently yeah. that's a big controversy. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Well, with that, you can't put a two-lane Portico Share there. I mean, if you look at, gosh, Bob, you, you've certainly seen the, 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 the hotels, the fine hotels around the country and where you go even – you know, uh, even our Ritz Carlton's here. Um, they don't have two car porta cashiers. When you get a rainy day and uh, uh, people are coming in and going out, and there's an event, and uh, you you have to have enough room right. to be able to park a few cars at the same time and and get the the uh, the guests out. And these guys, uh, the city council is just absolutely uh, driving the Athens Group nuts on this thing. Um, it would be, it's decorated, I mean, it's uh, designed uh, beautifully, and um, they keep coming back with concessions. They have to have concessions, otherwise council's not going to pass it. And so that's another thing that's, that's, huh. that's you know, they're holding back. I mean, the, the Beach Club, the Four Seasons Hotel is going to be spectacular. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so there's, there's lots going on, plus the election coming up in March, March uh, uh, 19th. Is election day in the city of Naples uh, for council and mayor. And I understand uh, that, that you've got an event today in order to uh, share right. with the public. Uh, so what's going on? We, uh, the Naples Federal Government uh, um, Organization, which I'm a member of and have been for many, many years. It's been around town for 30 years. And it's a nonpartisan group, and we interview all the candidates. Uh, and, and we do it in the county also when it's time. Um, and, uh, so we're interviewing all the council candidates today, uh, and, and the, um, and the, and the mayoral candidates today. And, um, that's going to take most of our afternoon up and then we will, uh, discuss and we will make some recommendations of, of who we like and why we like them. And, uh, so that, that's today and that should be coming out shortly and with probably within a week, 10 days. And um, as I say, I uh, can't believe that the election is so close. And uh, the campaign flyers are, are flying. Uh, how much? How much that of that truth that you and I talked about uh, earlier in the show is in those uh, flyers? I, I I am suspect of that because yeah. they they say some things that are just absolutely uh, off the wall, not true. Um, but you know what? Hey, they. Try and sell votes. I have been telling people all along, look, do your homework. Right. You know, go to a website. Check it out. Um, this is important stuff in the city. It, it really is. It absolutely is. Well, go coach and go yes. uh, Gary Price. Uh, so, right. Two, two great and, choices for uh, city government. Bill, I always appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Bob, my pleasure. Look forward to speaking to you next week. Take you as care. well. Thank you so much, Bill. Well, that's a wrap here on today's show. I hope you enjoyed it, and I learned a lot, and uh, it was very interesting to me. I hope you join us tomorrow. We've got some great guests, including William Yateman, Senior Legal Fellow with the Pacific Legal Foundation. Uh, Dr. Marianne Mass will be joining us, as well as the uh, Larry Bell Endowed Professor at the University of Houston in Space Architecture. Always appreciate your comments on the show. You can send me an email at bobharden at hotmail.com. I hope you make it a great day on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. <laughs>
Thanks so much for listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com. <laughs>